What's interesting is that people are like, wow, the, the workplace is, is really shifting now. The workplace has always shifted. We just have access to information that helps enhance our dialogues and discourse with one another, right? So we're really having these conversations just more vulnerably and open, out in the open. But it has always been shifting and changing, right? Every generation has had an incredible impact, some positive things and some negative things on the workplace. Right. So that's always been happening. Some people are like, this is new. It's like, this ain't new. <laughs> this is this is people. This is always happening. Right. Welcome to season four of Paychecks Pulse, an HR podcast where HR professionals can find great insights on today's top issues and be inspired to build and lead effective teams in a healthier workplace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Paychecks Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parsons. My guest today is Lee Henderson. With nearly 20 years in corporate America supporting a handful of Fortune 100 companies as an HR executive, Lee devotes her time to helping companies not suck through her HR expertise and content creation as TikTok's HR manifesto. Focused on sharing tragic work realities and approachable coaching through inspired storytelling, the goal of HR manifesto is to unify followers around the shared human experience of work and to maximize professional success. Lee, welcome to the podcast. Rob, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's wonderful to be here with you all. It's and it's so great to have you on the show. Having I first saw you on TikTok and it was a few years ago. Uh but you jumped right out at me. It was very raw. It was very refreshing content. So that give me a little background. What inspired you to expose some of those those dark undercurrents, the realities of the toxic workplace. Yeah, well, I'll share with you that I am absolutely a toxic workplace survivor. Uh, so that is what I call myself as well as my followers. And I had just left a toxic workplace in May of uh, 2021. And I started doing the thing that every HR professional says they're going to do, and that is write a book. Uh, because we see the full spectrum, don't we, of the human condition. And so I start writing this book, and then I'm like, well, how do I test content for this book? And at that moment, a friend of mine, like all of our friends and family do, they sent me a TikTok. I didn't even have the app downloaded. And so I was like, you know what, I should test some of this content here and see if it resonates, see if it would be helpful, right? And so June 2021 is when HR Manifesto was born. Uh, I downloaded the app, and a couple hours later, I posted uh, a video. And two weeks later, I had 10,000 followers. Uh, so, your, to, so to your point about the content being raw, uh, maybe a little acerbic and maybe a little too authentic and transparent at times, uh, I think that that was a moment in time, especially where that content was seen as refreshing, uh, especially to those that were also trying to survive a toxic workplace and suffering as well. So sadly, it resonates. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. Yeah, that's the sad news of the story, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like, oh, I'm sorry, this resonates. <laughs> <laughs> but what I what I what I liked about it, the flip side was your focus on the value of people, the value of employees. And I had a I had the good fortune of having a dinner a while back with some of our H leader HR leaders. People work with clients every day, and and to a person, they said they got into HR because they wanted to make a positive impact on people's lives. And and I feel that's very common in the HR 
feel that feeling, but it's not, it's not a hundred percent, is it? Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, it is rare that you come across an HR person that genuinely hates people or doesn't want to have a positive impact or isn't a people first uh, leader, especially nowadays, right? Uh, they do exist. I have worked for a couple of them. <laughs> so I, I am here to say, sadly, they do exist. Uh, but uh, the majority of HR professionals, I mean, give their their blood, sweat and tears to their people. Uh, because we see people at their best and we see people at their absolute worst, the full spectrum of the human condition. We cry together. We try to thrive together. And so HR professionals genuinely care, uh, which makes it hurt even harder, I guess, when HR gets the bad rap that it does, right? Uh, but on the flip side, HR professionals, we don't necessarily run the place, right? We aren't your, you know, CEO. Uh, and, you know, we are part of, but we're not your full executive leadership team. And so the business makes decisions, the board of directors makes decisions, and sadly, HR becomes the messenger uh, in a lot of those places. Uh, and of course, we're that person that's sticking up for your leader no matter what, even when they throw us under the bus. Uh, but yeah, HR professionals, again, 95% of us, just like in any other function, we genuinely care about what we do for a living. And, uh, and we care about you, the people in the workplace. It, it, it is a challenge. You touched on it. I had a great conversation with Cy Wakeman a few years back and talked about how she talked about drama in the workplace. And how much, how much is self-induced? How many challenges in the workplace are self-induced? And, and I know the old saw is people don't leave companies, they leave managers, they Absolutely. leave leaders, they leave these people that are bringing these things onto them beyond just the work. We all want to do a good job. We wake up, we want to do a good job. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet somehow it becomes a challenge. How does HR make an impact there? We're not powerless, are we? No, no, absolutely not. But I think that uh, recognition is the first step. And, and the important thing, and when I say recognition, is recognizing that people bring their whole selves to the office. They bring their worst selves some days, they bring their best selves other days, but they bring mental illness, they bring loneliness, they bring sadness, uh, along with their joys, right? And so recognizing that there are some folks that, you know, really focus to your point on drama and perhaps thrive off of it. Perhaps they need the attention. Uh, they bring their insecurities. They bring their lack of confidence. Uh, they bring all sorts of coping mechanisms they learned in childhood. I mean, this is really a, a psychological case study, right? But my whole point is, is that everyone is different. And nobody is perfect. And so it's a real mixed bag, the type of activities and behaviors that you see happen within the workplace. And so from an HR perspective, right, and how do we support and help that? Like I said, for me, the first step was, okay, recognition that I can't control anybody. Uh, and we're all on this journey together. And everybody is different. And I'm going to respect those differences in people. And as much as I can build relationships so that I can try and influence uh, these individuals, especially the leaders. Uh, to your point, I say in, in my bio that I try to help uh, businesses not to suck. Uh, well, that's mostly through coaching leaders not to be a-holes. Uh, I mean, first and <laughs> foremost, because to your point, uh, the other point you made that people, they don't leave organizations, they leave people. 
they also, though, uh, they also want to work for certain people. Right. So it's not all bad. Uh, but again, HR uh, could lean in. Uh, I recommend le- leaning in as much as you possibly can and building those trusting uh, and trusted relationships, because that's really your currency in the organization is influence. Uh, so making it real, being genuine uh, by how you doing by how you do that and really, really transparently and obviously caring, it's going to make the world of difference. I'd love to dig into that, that, your mention of the coaching uh, for a moment. Many managers get that position by default. They were a good individual contributor yes. or they're, and, and they're thrust into a role with no training on how to actually manage humans. So, so what do you find when you're coaching managers and leaders? What's a, a common challenge or what is the thing that's hardest to overcome or what is just something so obvious that people aren't thinking about? You know, how can we help? right away, help these people be better. Yeah, well, I would love to just, you know, quick call to action. If you are a decision maker in an organization, invest in your leaders. All the research tells us that people leave people and the people that are leading your strategy, your goals, your workforce are your leaders. And they need so much support and counsel. Uh, To your point, we love just promoting the best expert (laughs) and the subject matter expert. Uh, It's very rare uh, that we say, gosh, you know what, that person has all the attributes and qualities of a great leader. And so, hey, let's promote them into a leadership position, right? Because that takes so much intent and deliberation to be able to do that. And we're just not good. We work fast, right? in In an organization, or, or business. And so, you know, first and foremost, please, please invest in your leaders. They're absolutely worth it. Uh, but, you know, it is very rare that the leader has malintent. It sucks to suck. It hurts to suck. They want to be equipped. And so I think that oftentimes when you are being affected upon as a worker by a toxic or bad boss, you're instantly like something's wrong with that person, right? Like they're just a bad person. Well, really, they're probably an ill-equipped leader. Uh, and so now they're working from a place of desperation. They're just focused on job security. They're weaponizing gossip. They don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> so all they're trying to do now is to control narratives, and, and that's where you get a lot of that drama, uh, and the weaponization of information, uh, in, in the office. It's because of that. It's, it all comes down to just leadership development. Can you believe it? Uh, and so again, putting that first, I think would just really create just this whole shift of, uh, of in, within your culture, uh, to something more positive. That's, that's super interesting. I, I love that what you said about controlling the narrative. Like, like such a big deal right there. Um, Absolutely. It, I want to shift gears a little bit too, because there's a, there's a new generation coming online who's laying out a new narrative. Uh, I'm a, the proud father of a Gen Z daughter, and and I'm so proud of. Uh, they're not tolerating the status quo. Uh, they're expecting more, and they're expecting more accountability. And and I've I've really been refreshed by that. What what are your thoughts or what are you seeing about the new generations coming online and just the impact they're having on the workplace? 
I love Gen Z. <laughs> I'm like, go Gen Z, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what's interesting is that people are like, wow, the, the workplace is, is really shifting now. The workplace has always shifted. We just have access to information that helps enhance our dialogues and discourse with one another, right? So we're really having these conversations just more vulnerably and open, out in the open. But it has always been shifting and changing, right? Every generation has had an incredible impact some positive things and some negative things on the workplace, right? So that's always been happening. Some people are like, this is new. It's like, this ain't new. <laughs> this is this is people. This is always happening, right? Uh, but with Gen Z, I love uh, their transparency, right? And so we've all seen the viral uh, TikToks or Reels or wherever you get your information. Uh, we've all seen them talking about, you know, things like quiet quitting or establishing healthy boundaries. Um, and what's so fascinating uh, by this generation, uh, what's so fascinating uh, when it comes to this generation is that they are so insular looking, right? Uh, they are not looking for just money. They're looking for a way to make an impact. And they're so open about that. Right. So even me as a geriatric millennial, it was all about, okay, I have to build a career, right? I have, I have to have money to, to live and to eat. And now this, these new folks are coming in like, you know what? I want joy. What the hell? You get to choose joy? <laughs> like, yeah, wow. Yeah, that was never I'm on so the table. Jealous. It was never on the <laughs> table. But when you think about, and I think about this a lot because I'm such an org uh, behavior and psychology nerd. Oh, I apologize in advance. But when you think about what this generation has seen, right? Mom or dad come home from the financial crisis and laid off crying at the kitchen table together as a family. They've seen perhaps 9-11. They've seen war. They've seen autumn motive bailouts, whatever it is that they've seen, right? So much happening all at once. And again, just having that extreme access to it, uh, you know, and with all the virality and just ah, all the information at your fingertips, where I used to write letters back in the day. Uh, you know, it's just a totally different way of now looking at all of that that's coming at them and just saying, you know what, there's a lot of noise out there. And I don't need to be in that hustle and I don't need to be in that rat race. And you know what? I want boundaries. And I saw my parents kill themselves, perhaps literally, sadly. Uh, and you know what? I want more than that. And more for me is now joy. And to me, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. OK. And just how they're so open and vulnerable and transparent about that love. I'm here for it. Like, go Gen Z. Save us all, please. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Um, and that's a you know talking about your 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 nerdiness around org and and around psych uh tell me about the HR besties podcast cuz now you know there's three of you that are tackling these issues in a different way maybe not just pointing out some of the challenges but talking about solutions yeah yeah and so we started um two other uh influencers, creatives, and myself, Jamie Jackson and Ashley Hurd. We started this little podcast last October 2023 called HR Besties. And really, the whole point of HR Besties is to flip the script on, you know, who are 
HR professionals. What is HR? Its value in the organization. How do you hack corporate America? Uh, just really a peek behind the, the corporate curtain on, hey, what's really going on in the workplace? And having really genuine and authentic and open and transparent, you can tell I love all those words, uh, but sometimes cringy conversations on how to survive the workplace and what's happening in the workplace and how things really go down in the workplace. Because as you know, an HR professional, uh, you get to see those things. Right. You get to, you get to see how the secret sauce is made. Uh, and it would blow your mind some days that, Hey, guess what? Your CEO has no freaking clue what to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're, they're people too. Oh my God. Can you believe it? Uh, no one's an oracle in corporate, you know, but, uh, but that's really the point of the podcast is to just build that community, uh, through just open, uh, sometimes cringy, but definitely transparent and vulnerable conversations around the workplace. Uh, so we actually actually are going to be filming season two. That'll be coming out late January 2024. So we are so excited uh, to bring you season two and some of the topics. Oh my, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. And I think a place of community for HR professionals is so important. A lot of of HR professionals, as you said, are out on the island. They care about people. They're trying to do well. And Mm -hmm. and they are the bearers of bad news. And it's got to be very difficult at times. Yeah. Lots of teams of one out there, right? Yeah. Where it's like just yeah. the HR manager and then surrounded yeah. by, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh-huh. exactly. So we love being that light in the darkness, especially for those HR pros. Like we see you, uh, we've been yeah. you at times, like mm-hmm. we get it, you know, so uh, we're here to support as much as we can. And then for those that tune in, because I, that's probably the majority of folks that tune in, they're actually not in HR. Uh, you know, we hope that they, you know, glean something from the podcast, some little nugget, right? We get a lot of that feedback, like, holy, I had no idea that's how things actually went down, you know, or, oh, mm-hmm. thanks for the insight. Now I know to perhaps do something a different way, you know? So I think shifting perspectives uh, and to steal my line from earlier, shifting the narrative, you know, uh, to a more positive one on the HR function. That's what our primary focus is. And is that's so important for us. I love it. So we are, we are up against time now. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Well, you know, there is, uh, you know, this is January, right? People do resolutions and whatnot. But I know the theme this year is to talk about what's in uh, for 2024, not necessarily uh, resolutions, but what's in versus what's out. And I just like to share what's in for me uh, are healthy boundaries. Uh, In all places of my life, what's also in for me uh, is, let's see, healthy boundaries for sure, and only being in places that value me. Uh, oh. Because so often throughout my career, I put up with not being valued uh, or being treated with disrespect far too long. And uh, it unfortunately shifted who I was at times. I forgot that I was amazing. Uh, and so that's what's in for 2024 for me. What's out? Toxic bosses all the way. Uh, but again, give those toxic bosses just a little grace to know they do it out of desperation and because they lack the confidence to, and support to be better. So that's what I have signing off for Major Manifesto <laughs> for what's in that's, and out for 2024. That's fantastically. That word grace um, needs to be used more often, I think. I agree. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. This was a great conversation. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you all. 
Thanks. And thank you to our listeners as well. You can find HR Manifesto on all the major social media platforms. And of course, you can go to hrmanifesto.com and you can find the HR Besties podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you love to listen. Thanks again. And as always, please stay happy and healthy. Be sure to subscribe to this and our Paychecks Thrive Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more ways to keep your finger on the pulse of industry dynamics? Visit our resource center for the latest research, thought leadership, and news at paychecks.com slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, please stay happy and healthy. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2024. All rights reserved.